The views expressed on this podcast are those of the participants, not of Reuters News. Hello, I'm George Hay, Associate Editor at Reuters Breaking Views. Welcome to The Exchange. For this edition, we thought we'd look at the sharp end of green investing. Now, you might think that might, that means talking to the founders of a SPAC planning to invest in the next rival to Tesla, but there are lots of other ways of doing it. One way is being pursued with increasing success by TKO Capital, a French asset manager founded in 2004 that now has over 28 billion euros of assets under management. We're very happy to have Mathieu Chabrin, one of TKO's co-founders, on the line with us now. Good afternoon, Mathieu, or uh, good morning. Hi, George. Good uh, good morning from New York, indeed. Excellent. Um, so um, maybe we could. I mean, the, the most timely and topical thing to start is start um, is is by discussing the fund that you've just uh, launched, uh, the American focused fund that you've just launched, um, and it's quite similar to uh, stuff that you've been doing in Europe. So maybe you could just we could just start by laying out what what that is. Sure. No. I mean, thanks for uh, thanks for having us, and uh, and uh, you know, thanks for giving some focus, more importantly, to uh, you know what is probably uh, one of the greatest investment opportunity you know in decades, which is this uh, decarbonization you know focus. Um, there's yeah. there's a lot of talk about that, and uh, we've tried at TKO you know to be uh, to be creative on that uh, on that front, and uh, indeed we just announced. You know, an initiative focusing on uh, uh, on the North American market here, but uh, that just echoes what uh, we had just done a few months ago in in Europe. You know, uh, raising a, a billion plus of uh, uh, long-term private equity capital to focus on this uh, decarbonization effort uh, seems to us like uh, again probably the the uh, the biggest. Uh, investment opportunity, you know, for asset allocators, for for managers. I'm sure we can, you know, we can discuss that uh, further. And uh, to your point about, uh, you know, the SPACs focusing on the next Teslas. Again, here, you know, we can certainly uh, a- a elaborate here. But uh, I guess more and more now that there is this uh, a massive political effort and focus, people must understand i think first and foremost you know what what it means and that's where we're trying to uh, you know to bring our uh, to bring our contribution investors are certainly uh, giving some uh, some attention focus credit and and actually allocation to this initiative so so very excited to take uh, to the, take this initiative further right yeah well i mean as you as you mentioned there's all sorts of different ways to invest in the green transition um i just wondered what what is the kind of specific uh, gain gap or opportunity in the market that you're trying to exploit or uh, you see a big opportunity in um what what about is it something to do with the particular size of the um of the uh, companies you might be investing in or something else yeah i mean i i think that uh, first and foremost what is uh, you know what is Im- important to uh, to focus on is, you know, whenever you you use, you know, hundred dollars or hundred euros of capital and and direct that to, um, you know, I don't know, a low carbon mobility initiative or or, or this type of uh, uh, decarbonization focus is, what does it really mean when you make this investment? Where is that impactful? You know, uh, as much as you can see, you know, so many initiatives on, you know, passive investment, green ETF, ESG ETF, what we are focusing on, and this is where, you know, people have to re- realize is really, you know, 
taking share of these you know savings there's never been that much money in the world right and they're trying to find a home and then you take part of the savings you direct them you know to the entrepreneurs you know to these you know to these uh, uh, leaders you know very often you know people creating this new uh, uh, this new production tools that will be necessary to reach the very ambitious goals that uh, have been set by the uh, uh, you know by the by the government by the administration you know we can president biden you know last uh, you know la- last week you know set those very ambitious goals of reducing yeah. by 50% by 2030 2030 seems you know very far away it's actually only 3000 days away and reducing by 50% the uh, um, greenhouse greenhouse gas emission, uh, uh, you know, e- 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 relative to 2005, which is what he has set, is effectively going back to what was the greenhouse gas emission, CO2 emission in 1962. Right. Yeah. Is that scary? No, it's not scary. It's actually the biggest opportunity we have because unlike 1962, when it comes to alternative energy production, you know, uh, a great corporate focusing on this energy improvement. They can use technology, they can use creativity, and you've got more and more, more and more of this, uh, uh, of this situation that, that, that offers some great uh, uh, investment or, or opportunity. So, you know, when you put all that together, effectively you get in a situation where I do believe it's a once in a lifetime opportunity and we, as asset manager, have a critical mission, you know, to uh, to to address. Right, uh, but the, the the kind of things that you are likely to invest in uh, via the North American fund and the um, pre-existing one in Europe, um, can you give a, an in, uh, some kind of indication of the size of, um, uh, of, of of the kind of opportunities you'd be looking for? Sure. There is, you know, there is a dynamic in the, uh, let's say, private capital market where you've got plenty of uh, uh, resources in the early stage, you know, in the venture, in the, right. you know, in the friends and family, in this type of very early stage where people are hoping, you know, to to uh, uh, to make the the new the new invention. Then you've got all this abandoned capital that you refer to, you know, by way you mentioned SPACs, but you've got very large fund and they're looking for the multi-billions opportunity. And by the way, very often some large industrial strategic players are trying to tackle that in yeah. between what is making you know the real difference the real impact you know when you're already a profitable company you're not just trying to look for clients i mean you've got clients you're a profitable company you're a pick a number george you know 20 30 50 million ebda business you're not looking yeah. at buying your company or at selling i mean sorry you're not looking at selling your company you're looking at you know raising capital in complement to any other alternative funding you can find and, and, and looking for, you know, minority partners providing you long-term bespoke, you know, flexible patient capital. And yeah, so that's so, where, so, that's, so where that's, that's, that's really interesting. So, so, but why, why is, um, but I mean, has the market changed um, over the last decade or so? Is there, is there a reason why, um, is, is there a kind of dearth of, of, of financing opportunities for, for this particular level and it, well, why, why is that why is it why why isn't there much finance for them Big, I, I think george there's there's been a, a wealth of uh, 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 creation or uh, innovation you know entrepreneurs over the past you know decades and as much as now you know this uh, energy transition you know is grabbing focus people realize that it's no longer you know the buyout market 
private equity, you know, you know, in its traditional sense, it's about, you know, you know, the, the buyout, you know, one company changing owners, one from another with a lot of leverage and all that. Yeah. You've got venture. Venture is great. It's critical. There is, you know, very, you know, very, very, you know, critical uh, uh, investor there. But you know, this growth capital, this expansion capital, what effectively takes you, you know, from a, a local champion to a, you know, to, to a global champion, the one that effectively enable you to make or break, if I may say. And, yeah. and we, we've experienced that over the past, you know, two years, you know, despite COVID and all that, when the economy, you know, went to a pause, all those companies have, you know, grown uh, uh, tremendously, you know, very often, you know, in, in a more than 50%, you know, growth rates or, uh, uh, or, or, sometimes, uh, or sometimes higher. So that's why I think that allocating capital as a minority investors to those companies, very, very groundbreaking, you know, companies, innovators, is effectively taking the approach from an opportunistic play to a structural opportunity. Yeah, and I mean, are there? But didn't it, didn't it used to be the case that the banks would be would play in this space? Have they have they kind of retreated, or are they less interested than they were? Or well, you know, b- banks are a key driver on the debt financing, no doubt, and all the monetary policy that have been put in place, even since the GFC, you know, are there now. They're acting under a lot of, uh, um, uh, you know, let's say, you know, c- capital constraints, you know, uh, uh, risk-weighted assets, things like that. So it's easier for them to syndicate a $10 billion, 10 billion euro loan uh, uh, given to an S&P 500 or, or to a FTSE or DAX company than it is to invest, you know, 25, 50 million of capital. They used to do that, you know. Yeah. 50 years ago, I mean, many of the large PE firms, private equity funds, you know, have spun off from, from banks. Now they no longer do that, and it leaves a massive opportunity for asset manager having access to this long-term, patient, flexible capital to focus on this, uh, you know, on this, uh, on this initiative. So it's very complementary. I, I would not yeah. oppose one to another. You know, it's it's very complementary. And even more so, it's not even a matter of competition, if I may say, George, because we need everyone focus on that to effectively reach the goal. And so for once, it's not opposing one manager to another, but making sure, you know, all managers are working side by side on those issues. Right, I understand. Um, So could you give a kind of uh, an understanding or an example of uh just one of the companies you've invested in um in in europe i mean it's early stages in the us but uh um you're you're invested in a number of uh companies that are um geared towards the green transition in europe but what's what's what would be an example you'd pick out yeah, uh, uh, difficult for me to choose one since you know all the companies we've uh, we focus on you know over the past uh, what 18 months now two years you know are, are all uh, such you know great uh, case you know case studies. But I, I will pick you know I will pick one. I mean to, today to give you a data point after uh, 18 months you know in the working and a billion plus raise we already have invested more than half of the fund across yeah. six companies and, and that's very much you know european wide you know we've got uh, uh, one company in dublin in paris uh, uh, in spain you know in 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 italy and, and and that's where you see you know the opportunity has no has no uh, uh, customs if i may say or boundaries but i, I will ta- you know i will take one which is very traditional uh, uh, it's it's a very traditional business per se and that's why i think it's important that people realize that it's not just about you know the next great invention but it's the the, the build, building 
energy efficiencies, right? Yeah. I mean, buildings are the most, uh, um, or you know, are, are the biggest reasons of uh, uh, CO2 emissions, right? Because you're heating the business, you're, you're the building, you're cooling the, the the building, and and you know, and real estate is everywhere, right? And so, you know, we uh, um, we invested in a, in a great company called uh, Group Reunion, which is a family-owned, you know, business, historical business. And the only thing they do is effectively consulting around a building, an existing building, repositioning their energy consumption, again, by way of heating, cooling, what type of uh, glass do you use, you know, uh, uh, to make sure that, uh, you know, it does not uh, turn crazy during the summer and so chill during the winter, you know, basic right. stuff like that, George. But when you put all this, uh, all this initiative together, you get to such a result in terms of uh, uh, energy saving consumption for, for what is a day to day, you know, of anyone's, you know, of anyone's life, right? Be at home, be at, uh, you know, uh, at the office, and then you get into, you know, the boilers and all these things. So there are many ways. Sometimes people have a, I would say maybe a, 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 a short view uh, of what this innovation means. They can very often be, you know, uh, uh, at their doorstep on the day to day, and that's where you need to allocate the capital once again to. Uh, to get to this uh, uh, to this objective, but I could name you know a few others. You know I don't want to, but just to pick one, you know that would be one that I think your audience you know can visualize. It starts here, but then it goes into you know the batteries, you know, and the EVs, and how you can improve and change you know through the biomass as we do you know in Spain. So it's it's everywhere. It's fascinating, and the people we meet there, entrepreneurs, founders. Are effectively some people who have a dramatic impact, and that will be key, you know, in the in in the in in the years to come. Yeah, that makes sense. Are there kind of areas that you that you you won't invest in because they are the kind of tricky end trickier end of the transition spectrum? Um, I mean, uh, are there kind of uh, you mentioned you mentioned you mentioned that there are um, there is enough money for venture uh, capital uh, at the moment, but there's if you read books by people like Bill Gates, they talk about kind of newfangled stuff like direct air capture and um, uh, the fancier end of green hydrogen. And um, if you, it's quite possible if you invest in that as a um, investor now, uh, you might lose lose all your money because they might just not pan out. I was, so I was, I was just wondering from your point of view, who who is the provider of that capital? Does it does that have to come from governments or um, or is there a role for the private sector there, or what? I really believe in a in a coordinated approach, and uh, and that the value chain here has to be integrated and not segmented. So you know, to your point, I do believe, and that's a personal you know personal belief that we've tried to implement you know at, at TKO that any public spending you know, public money has to leverage some some private resources. So, you know, as a starting point, you know, we believe that we shouldn't give, you know, all the risk, you know, to the public, uh, to the public spending and the states, you know, and uh, if it works, we will sell that, you know, to private money. And if it doesn't work, that will be supported by the taxpayers, right? So I, I really think that it has to be coordinated. And, you know, we you, you're picking up, you know, on few, uh, you know, on, on, on few examples. Our main areas of focus, we believe, or, 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 or the following: you, energy efficiency or, or or industry. You know, as we said, building renovation. I picked up on that. I gave you this uh, 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 this uh, example. 
development of you know distributed renewable you know this this type of you know uh, all the infrastructure and, and the penetration of of low carbon mobility you know uh, as we said so once you take you know all that as massive you know vertical then you start start positioning yourself you know again on this uh, uh, on this value chain and and it's not the same type of resources of players of capital that you need you know at this you know at these various stages for us as i try you know to um, uh, uh, to, to to describe we really believe that our role is to take you know the proven ideas Cash flow positive, uh, uh, profitable to the industrial scale, and that's where you know there is a uh, there is an opportunity. So, all of the above, uh, public money has to work together with uh, 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 with private money. Some global players, you know, George, obviously, you know, they use public money as if it was private money in the sense that the the the, the largest sovereign wealth fund you know yeah. they've got this the sophistication you know that requires and the expertise to effectively play you know this uh, combined role and then you know you bring some asset managers you know like us there's been many initiatives you can take the quasi uh, uh, the, the, the the quasi sovereign wealth fund in some in some countries i can think of europe where we effectively lack in a bit this type of initiative and like you know in asia or in the gulf and you put all that together and the objective, you know, let let me step back and and, and for maybe for, for for your audience to to realize what what is at stake. It would take 10% of the global savings, roughly seven trillion, eight trillion, out of the 80 trillion of asset under management managed by asset managers uh, globally to effectively reach this goal. Right. I mean, in absolute term, eight billion is obviously it seems like a very very big number. In relative terms, you know, it's 10%. Of, of of what any managers is managing that is very achievable in my view yes it is it's doable isn't it it's just a question of um of, of marshalling the resources um i just i mean you mentioned um sovereign wealth funds um there was a recent uh recently launched fund um by tomasek uh, along with blackrock which um is also about decarbonization um how, how would you contextualize? would you say that they're trying to do the same thing as you or something subtly different um it looks similar is it uh, I will be very careful because you know Temasek is one of my shareholder and and, and partner. You know all that is, a, and they are you know probably the, the 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 most sophisticated investors you know out there. So effectively, when we saw this uh, announcement with BlackRock, which uh, obviously the largest of all, uh, replicating effectively one of the strategy that we had uh, uh, initiated a few weeks uh, earlier. You know, as as I said, you know. Uh, um, you know, a few minutes ago, is not about competing. Is actually about replicating. And the more of us we get into this uh, this uh, uh, space, because again, we're not competing. You know, for for the same assets. If we do it well, the way I describe, we're just providing capital to the to the many entrepreneurs. You know, out there were in this uh, uh, innovation phase. So we see that extremely positively. You know, it's interesting to see that uh, the two of them with uh, 300 million each, you know, are targeting a billion euro like we raised, you know, at TKO. So mm -hmm. again, you, you you take all that, uh, all those initiatives together and piece by piece, you, you will get to the, uh, to the 7 trillion that are, uh, you know, that are at stake to achieve that. But beyond money, George, I think that the real, uh, it, there's no shortage of money. I mean, we have to realize that there is, you know, a shortage of leadership, of entrepreneurs, of good ideas, and this is what we have to promote. And it goes all the way down, you know, 
our, fine, you know, our business, asset management, finance, investment management, has to reinvent itself in the way we allocate capital. And I, we think that that's the beginning and the five years to come will be very exciting in that respect. Right, interesting. Um, well, I mean, you're you're launching this new thing in the in the states, and you have a lot of experience in Europe. And um, just, do you expect there to be any differences in the in um, the way that you invest in this in the states in this area? Um, I mean, most particularly, do you expect uh, there to be more uh, more or less kind of gov- opportunities for? co-investing with the public sector. I mean, the, the Green New Deal in the in the EU is very much um, kind of uh, public and private uh, enterprise, or at least it seems like it's trying to be. What what do you do you expect that to be the case with um, the uh, the US as well? Uh, I mean, the, the, the US the US have always been, you know, uh, uh, a, a land of uh, uh, invention and, you know, uh, of creativity. And and as much as there's been some some question mark over the past few years in the uh, willingness, uh, uh, and I'm talking about you know the administration, you know, to focus on that, I mm-hmm. think that is now very clear on the back of uh, 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 President Biden's statement and his administration, you know, focus that uh, the choice of making this green recovery, this green infrastructure recovery play and, and doubling what, what is what were effectively the, the objective. And remember that him saying that we're going to go to 50 percent, you know, from the 25 or 28 uh, uh, percent reduction that uh, they had, you know, a few years ago in itself is a massive statement. And so if you yeah. take this political willingness, you know, the amount of money that has been put into the recovery plan and they want to direct that to those very, you know, to those uh, very initiatives. You've got, I mean, the US are a land of entrepreneur, right? Uh, as, as I like to say, you know, uh, lucky entrepreneur remains a French world, if I may say, or the way they would have created that. So, you, you know, when, when you're sitting here with this, uh, you know, capital available with these type of entrepreneurs you can interact with. Again, be public money, private money. I mean, here, remember that's that's also the point. You know, like to, it's very important that we, you know, we focus on that. This green recovery, this impact, this transition, you know, this uh, uh, energy transition. It, it's not about uh, philanthropy. You know, it's not about charity. I mean, we've got fiduciary duties, you know, all of us, you know, be us or the other uh, uh, competitors or peers, you, you know, you mentioned earlier, we've got those real fiduciary duties. So, you know, bottom line, it's, you know, we should all work with this new paradigm that as of today, we will have to be sustainable to be profitable. And I guess that's the framework that the Biden administration, you know, is setting. You know, they're certainly catching up with many European uh, uh, initiatives. You know, uh, uh, you know, selfishly, I would say that President Macron and France have been leading the way, paving the way when they launched, you know, effectively the uh, Make Our Planet Great Again and the One Planet Summit and all these initiatives. Yeah. So uh, I really see that as a, a fairly agnostic in terms of the source of capital, but 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 more a way to collaborate uh, uh, towards those objectives. Okay, excellent. Um, but we, we've we managed to get this far without really mentioning SPACs, so we should yeah. we should at least talk um, at least for a few minutes about them. Um, not least because uh, TKO itself uh, is in the process of uh, launching one. Um, now uh, it's slightly it it's um, going to be focusing on the. Uh, financial sector 
and you'll be in the uh, the process of um, selecting targets. But I'm kind of more I'm more interested in really in you've decided to launch it in Europe rather than the US, where where most have been uh, most of them have been launched. So what 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 was the what was the reason for that? Is it mostly because that's where you see the that's why you're aiming to invest, or are there any other reasons? Are there other advantages or disadvantages of, of being in Europe? Listen, we've been monitoring, you know, the SPAC technology for a while, and I'm calling that a technology because I really believe that as an asset manager, we should only see that as an extension to the uh, to 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 a platform to provide access to liquidity to some private companies okay mm-hmm. um, yeah. so uh, we're reapproaching that with with little emotion obviously there's been a lot of uh, press uh, uh, lately and some people debating the merits and the verbal and the craziness what have you and effectively you know here in the US i mean you're you're absolutely right i mean you can see that now there's been some what they call business combination, effectively some private companies merging with some SPACs, not delivering on the promise. But here again, maybe because there's been some excesses where people have been merging on multi-billion valuation, some non-cash flow generating companies. Mm-hmm. I mean, in itself, the SPAC has nothing to do with that. It's effectively about the investment and, and the underwriting merits. So why do we go to Europe? We went to Europe for this very reason. I mean, three or four SPACs last year in Europe when you had, you know, 400 in the US, right? Yeah. So we wanted, and given our European heritage and our, our footprint over there, to give access and to, to have, once again, a complement to our toolbox. So when talking to a, a, an entrepreneur, you know, to a family-owned businesses, effectively giving them this alternative. We're not intending to buy out the company. We're not intending to take control. We're intending to merge with them. And as a consequence of this merger, us remaining a minority investor, you know, in their company, albeit giving them access to long-term public funding through the equity capital market. So in itself, and we completed our fundraise last uh, la- last week, 500 million uh, euros. I think to date it's one of the, uh, uh, if not the largest, you know, European SPAC. And, and, and for us, it's just an addition, you know, to the, uh, to the toolbox, as you rightly pointed out, we're focusing on financial services, but we have made, you know, public that our intention was to replicate a family of SPAC. Very likely, we're going to be focusing on energy transition as well. I think the approach in the Europe is a bit more rational in terms of valuation than than what we have been seeing in the US. It's it's adjusting a bit, you know, because of the excesses you mentioned. And so, bottom line, Spark is a you know is a nice technology for as long as the manager is fully aligned with the investors, and that's also something that has been lacking maybe here in the US. At TKO, we're replicating with Spark's what we have. Always been doing uh, uh, elsewhere is having you know a second to none skin in the game, putting our money where our mouth is, and this is what we've been doing, and uh, I guess what has been supporting the the success of this fundraise. Right. I mean, do you, do you worry that um, that the I mean some of the, some of the issues with some of the American SPACs is obviously the appeal of um, the model for uh, some companies which are you know three or four years away from making good um good returns um and don't, aren't really much more than a sheet of paper at the moment is that uh this is a model that allows them to raise uh to, to, to raise capital and um and uh make that happen and that that may well kind of really uh work for some of the good ideas but it can also go wrong um and i just wonder do you, do you worry that the uh, that you'll get a few uh bad apples which will kind of um make people uh less confident about the whole 
asset class. I mean, like in you know that that's that's what we do for a living. You know, if I may say, and uh, you know, we're, we're that's what people or investors are expecting us to do is to to asset select. You know, people are not uh, choosing us. You know, to time the market. You know, they're not choosing up. You know, to to uh, uh, um, you know just to avoid. You know, as you say, you know, the bad apple. But it's it's making sure that uh, uh, the underwriting standards. You know, the the investment process. Uh, uh, remains, you know, at the highest standard. And I'm coming back to my point: nothing replaces uh, 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 the discipline for an asset manager of having, you know, his skin in the game. Um, and, and that's again one thing that we've been, uh, you know, we've been promoting, you know, promoting all along. You know, we might do some uh, some bad investment from time to time, but when you have a structure where, you know, the whole partners are so much, you know, so much uh, uh, aligned, hopefully. We remain the best risk manager, you know, in under in underwriting this uh, uh, this situation, um, and uh, and we should, you know, we should put that, you know, put put that forward. But uh, SPAC is just a technology that might have been you know, some exercise, you know. As always, there will be a balancing effect, and we'll come back to some kind of a rationality, trying to take advantage of that. But uh, coming back to the center point of your uh, uh, of your question, you know, there's a there's a secular opportunity, I think, you know, for for all of us here, and regardless of the uh, of the format, you know, be a, a fund, public money, a private money, private equity fund, you know, SPAC, venture capital, having a a, a shift and focus on this uh, 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 energy transition urgency, you know, should be uh, should be everyone uh, uh, everyone priority. Very good. Well, um, I think we're going to leave it there, but um, I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining us and uh, for taking us through your green transition plans and uh, best of luck with it. Thank you, George. Thanks for having us. Thank you. That's our show for this week. I would like to thank my guest, Matthew Chebrin, and our producer, Freddie Joyner in New York. And our final thanks go to you, our listeners, for tuning in. Subscribe to The Exchange and our sister podcast views room on SoundCloud, Spotify or wherever you get your podcast fix. Check us out every day on breakingviews.com and don't forget to tune in next week for another edition.